Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. And it's another night here in the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, and we're coming to you from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. If you would like to uh, send me an email, exxon at com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. To find out about the programming we have available for you 24-7, 365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, visit www.xzbn.net. And, of course, for the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV visit www.simultv.com, and in the search engine, just type in Exxon. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Gary Wimmer, and Gary, for the past 40 years, has been a professional musician and psychic. He has been referred to as a medium, intuitive, healer, teacher, spiritualist, and clairvoyant. However, he feels that spirituality and the psychic phenomenon are manifested and overlapping, not confined or restricted by human definitions, and he serves in all of these capacities to varying degrees. He is also a frequent radio TV guest and gives live readings to callers. And joining me now from who knows where is Gary Wimmer. And Gary, welcome back to the Exxon. How are you, my friend? Uh, pretty good, coming to you from who knows where, actually, uh, Austin, <laughs> Texas. Austin, Texas. So how have you been since you and I last chatted, my man? Oh, as the world gets crazier and the revolution keeps happening, I just manage to stay happier because I kind of see what's happening. I kind of understand. Uh, and that's a uh, piece. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good. No complaints at all. No complaint, Barbara, but no complaint. Uh, t- <laughs> tell me, tell me, Gary, why is the world in such an upended state these days? Well, I tend to think it's not one. It's several reasons all uh, kind of piling on. Mm-hmm. It's the next step in mankind. It's the age of Aquarius. We have to learn more about our spirituality, our psychic ability and compassion and love and fairness, uh, as well as practical things like global warming. So there's a revolution going on in every society, in every country right now. People are angry and frustrated or extremism, mm-hmm. and um, it kind of goes along with my th- theory or perhaps fact that you have to see the holes in the boat before you can fix them. You have to see the problems in society before we can fix them. So we're seeing all the problems and that's kind of what's happens. Got to come to the surface so we can do better. Is spirituality on an increase on a decline or is it just staying in the middle and because people really don't know what to do, where to go or what to say? Well, I don't think any two people have the same mission Mm -hmm. or the same voyage. Uh, 
Yes, I do believe because of my experience, I know that there's only one infinite infinite mind thing. Everybody, every thought, every molecule is a part of it, is an expression of it, is it seeing itself. But yeah, when we're humans in society, tug of war with all the uh, things we have to deal with, uh, it is a challenge. It can be a challenge. People are always uh, uh, learning things. Gary, I understand that you had a have had a near death experience and an out of body experience. Can you can you tell mm-hmm. us about that? Well, in nineteen, I started giving readings. I started getting interested in psychic ability way back in uh, college in mm-hmm. the sixties, late sixties. Uh, in nineteen seventy seven, I'll give you a short summary. Uh, I was traveling on the road, quit a band, uh, and over the next couple of days, started becoming increasingly psychic out of the clear blue, mm. and. Uh, I first noticed I started seeing the the newspaper through my roommate's eyes. We went to a bar and I could feel people walk by and I could tell all about them. And then I imagined myself going outside to get a breath of air because this escalating psychability started taking off like a rocket. Uh, And I wrote a book called The Second Eternity about it. I went through a week of solid escalating psychic ability with uh, people all around me, witnesses. And I couldn't turn it off. And I did not know why it was happening. And I have never been so scared. At the same time, I was so enlightened. Uh, it's like a completely different dimension I got on. And after eight days of that, long story short, I was involved in a head-on collision with a car. I was a pedestrian. Should have gotten killed. Mm-hmm. Left my body, expanded outward like a balloon in all directions. Entered infinite mind, completely forgot about myself or earth or creation. Experienced the infinite oneness, the infinite mind, and then came back. um, Landed in my body in Guadalupe Street in Austin, Texas. And boy, did it get bizarre from that point forward, you know. Uh, But it was the most incredible experience in my life. I wish I could give people a ride there. Uh, No fear of death. It's, it's, death is, oh, it's so beautiful beyond this body. But our challenge is here, in our bodies, in this reality, in this society, in this culture. Uh, However, I think the one thing people can do to um, try to dig through this chaos is to be at peace, seek peace, meditate. Look at everything that's happening in your life as it can empower you just as much as we look at how much it uses us or throw us a curveball. That's a given. Uh, Educate yourself on... Uh, the fact that everything has another side to it, you know, plus and minus, yin and yang. You know, every change we go through, and life throws changes, mm-hmm. is not to screw us up. It's to help us learn something we didn't know. But we don't get a rule book explaining that. So uh, things are in order as far as I can see, as, as crazy and as painful as it is. Uh, everybody's having a different role in this big melodrama. Uh and it couldn't have happened 100 years ago, 50 years ago, because we did not have mass communications. We know what's going on with everybody all over the planet instantaneously. Yeah. And so it's a perfect setup for higher consciousness or evil to spread real quickly. <laughs> you know. So that's my kind of synopsis. How does, can one see in today's society God and higher consciousness? 
Well, I think man's been trying to understand what God is or might be mm-hmm. for the ages. You know, we had multi-gods, and then we had one God, and then we got 15 different, 30 different, five different major religions. Uh, and they're all partially right. But I think the one thing about religion in general, uh, even though it, it serves a good purpose, it keeps people from being completely ruthless and crazy, uh, but they tend to be biased. God's on my side. God's God's this way. God's infinite. Mm-hmm. And we cannot comprehend inf- infinity with a human mind that has limitations. It, it's quite a challenge. That's why people who have had a glimpse at it had to leave their body because your brain cannot comprehend it. <laughs> it's beyond it. Uh, but did I wander off? What was the question again, Rob? I was asking you how people in today's society can see God and understand the higher consciousness. Seek and you shall find. There's no two near-death experiences the same. There's no two people the same. Even genetic twins have different lives, different souls. So it's all within. Answers to everything are within. Uh, if you understand that within... Uh, you can uh, understand everything external to you. And yes, it is a challenge. You said earlier that we don't come with a, an instruction manual. How come? Why not? Why does it have to be so hard? Why aren't we given a heads up on what to expect and why and how? Well, I suppose it's just one of the many, many ways that life could have manifested. Perhaps it's a, a unique to this planet to some mm-hmm. degree. Uh, there's all kinds of... Uh, things we wonder, why wouldn't it be this way? Right. The best way I can see it is that we came here with free will and we did choose a certain uh, you know, family and genes and situation. There, aren't, aren't any, there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Everything is cause and effect. So we're here by cause and effect. The whole universe is here by cause and effect. And we can create cause and effect. If you want to understand, you have to seek. You got to practice. You want to learn to play the piano, you got to practice. Sure do. You want to grow, yeah, you want to grow in your mind and your heart, you got to practice. You want to be a good radio interviewer like you, Rob? You got to practice, and you've done it for a long time. So, you know, you, uh, human things, human development, understanding, courage, strength, uh, those things take time. You know, there's not a button on your head you can push to become enlightened, but process, and there's thousands of books read on it. And I think one of the main things we should do, in a nutshell, is not drive ourselves crazy over what we cannot change. Look at it as learning. Find out what you can change. Find out your two or three or four or five power buttons. You know, push those. I was a musician for 50 years. Right. And, uh... Boy, I got the crappiest voice in the business, Rob. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, there's, there's some people who will debate that, my friend, and I'm one of them. So please stand by. We've got to take our commercial break. Thanks very much for joining us tonight, Gary. It's always a great pleasure talking to you. ExoNation, my guest, Gary, is Gary Wimmer. And if you'd like to find out more about Gary, you can either Google Gary Wimmer or go to uh, his website, lithomancy.com. That's L-I-T-H-O-M-A-N-C-Y. And uh, Gary and I will return on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away.
We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. And welcome back. Gary Wimmer is my guest, uh, www.littlemancy.com. Gary, for our listeners who may be joining us uh, for the first time on uh, the number of affiliates we have that have joined us uh, recently here on Simul TV, what is Lithomancy? Lithomancy is an um, art of divination, uh, giving readings, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, stone, mancy means uh, by divination. Uh, it's a system of uh, reading a pattern in stones. Now, I started giving readings in the early 70s in it, with cards and a little bit of palmistry and right. throw and other methods. In 1980, I met a lady who did a reading this way, and she taught me her method, and it became my main method. And basically involves 16 stones. Ten of them are planet stones. They represent Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. Right. And there's six personal stones that are love, life, luck, commitment, timing, and place. And whether I do it over the phone or in person, if I do it over the phone, mm-hmm. I charge the stones up in my hand to have the person say drop, and I drop them. If I do it in person, they drop them. And in any case, I read it like a clock for 12 weeks, starting at the center up to the 12 o'clock, the start of the first week, and then around for approximately 12 weeks, give or take. Uh and I really like the system because, you know, 12 weeks is kind of a lot of stuff can change in 12 exactly, weeks or yeah. 24 hours, you know, for that matter. Uh, and, you know, there's a certain um, psychic perspective. I tend to see what people are going through and why and what they can learn through it. Uh, I don't try to nail it I'm when or, you know, a guy named, you know, Joe on Thursday or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh because things can change. And yeah. I don't want to mislead somebody. Maybe it's a guy named uh, James on Tuesday. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of the system. And I've been using it since 1980. I wrote a book on it called Lithomancy, The Psychic Art of Reading Stones. And basically what it is, Rob, is just reading symbolism. Uh, it's, it's, astrology is a nice already determined method. There's a lot of symbolism involved. But I lived in Europe in the 90s. And a couple of times I didn't the stones with me and I started giving people readings by just having them arrange stuff on a table a card a guitar string an ashtray a trinket a coin you know so would you say that because I believe go ahead I I was just going to say so it sounds as if the the stones are are another oracle like a crystal ball or, or the tea leaves that gives you the reader the ability to read the signs correct it's just a method of seeing symbolism mm-hmm. And I see how they point and, and move. I mean, uh, don't move, but point and yeah. how they form triangles or patterns or circles or spirals or, you know, Fibonacci's, all kinds of different patterns uh, and how the close they are. Uh, 
um, for particular things. Uh, after that, it's getting a little bit cluttered. You know? Yeah. That's but, interesting. Uh, it's a it's a neat art, and it's basically reading symbolism. You know, it just happens to be a nice convenience form. Um, we were talking before about God and higher consciousness. You shared with us your near-death experience and out-of-body experience. Um, but I, I, I have talked to so many people, and they say that they have an inner complexity that they deal with. How would you describe the inner complexity that they talk about? Well, I think it has everything to do with bills, kids, uh, life, love, uh, mm. sex, age, health care, you know, political, social issues, uh, all kinds of external as well as internal issues. And I think the external issues are kind of a product of, uh, you know, our society, our culture, our times, right. whatever. The internal ones have been the same throughout history. Uh, we're either at peace or we're working on it or we're not. Or some variation thereof. Because again, everybody's life can be so complex. But most spiritualists, and I agree with this too, yourself some time to meditate and cut off all the complexity and get back in just breathing and feeling right here, right now. Then you're kind of uh, able to pay attention to what you can do next instead of everything you can't change up to this moment or everything that drives you crazy. So yeah, everybody complex life especially now but uh it doesn't mean we have to go crazy that's true it just means we've got to relax more so we have so, to stop and smell the roses absolutely yeah. in today's hectic life i drive down the street and i just see people on their phones and rushing and traffic and jesus folks yeah lighten up slow down we're just consuming so much gas and you know every day i turn on They've got 15 different truck commercials on, big old V8s. Jesus, <laughs> folks, this is, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. But, uh, you know, everybody's limited in what they can do. I, I'm not president. I'm not a congressman. I can vote. I can get my opinion. But more than anything, again, it boils down to if you're in peace in your own head, in your right. own heart, in your own mind, uh, everything works. And I, I'd like to add one thing to sure. that, Rob. You know, any limitations in life, how fast you can drive, how long you'll live, you know, how much spaghetti you can eat, everything. But spiritually and psychically and mentally and emotionally and with love and compassion and forgiveness and creativity uh, and morals and virtues, there's no limit, zero limit on how much we can grow. A, B, those are things that make you happy. And C, nobody can take that away from you. They can take your car or your pizza. Yep. They cannot take your soul or your heart or your mind. They can take your life. They can't take your soul or your heart or your mind. However, it, it, it's sad to say that there are many people out there who try so desperately to rob people of their soul, their mind, their heart, their very essence of life. Yeah, I think that's true. Hell, we saw Hitler. In, yep. uh, well, we, I didn't thank God, but what, a, what an example. Mm -hmm. The lady who taught me a lot of psychic ability, I asked her about a situation like that. And she said the Jews in mass, not consciously, but subconsciously before they came as victims, they came to fulfill a certain thing to show the world what a dangerous person can do, which goes along with my theory. My grew up anything. <laughs> not sure it's a theory. I think it's a fact. But what was your question again, Rob? 
Well, I was just saying that, you know, uh, in, in today's society, there are people who deliberately go out to try and rob oh, you right. of, your, of right. your essence, your heart, your, your spirituality. There's those people in society who, who get a thrill out of just being rotten people, and do, they will do anything to bring another person down because they haven't realized yet that they have the power within them to change their life to a positive aspect instead of the negativity that they live in. That's absolutely true, and unfortunately, that's one of the things that free will allows. If yeah. people want to be a jerk, they can be a jerk. Uh, we Like we were talking a while ago, you don't come with a rule book. Yep. You don't come with instructions. Uh, we have to learn things. But uh, we all get slapped around. We all go through curveballs and changes and surprises. Mm -hmm. uh, but those of us who, those who want to know, take a deep breath and try to look at the situation, and those who get angry go out and beat up somebody else. It's the same situation. It's how they react. Unfortunately, we can't take the evil out of people. We can only hopefully educate them. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, I see people come to this planet, and, you know, a 20-year-old guy kills mm -hmm. four people and ends up life in prison or executed. I think it's so... I have to look at it like... It's not, um, it is divine order working itself out in some form, in some way. There are no accidents. That's because we don't understand or we cannot see the rest of the ripple effect. How, Probably both how that, and more. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. like you take that ripple, you take a stone, toss it into a, into a pond and the ripples go out. And if you take another pebble and toss it into the same pond, the lines of the ripples interact. And I really believe that that is cause and effect. Oh, absolutely. And there's so many ripples mm -hmm. going on with so many, just on a physical level, every atom, every molecule yeah. is radiating electromagnetic energy. It's everything is all over. So ripples, frequency, patterns, uh, boy, it's a good thing we don't have a radio inside of our head. <laughs> you know? Maybe we do. Uh, we actually do, to be honest with you, but it, thank God it doesn't tune into AM or FM. It tunes into <laughs> higher consciousness. If we want to tune it in that way, yeah, it's a choice. It's a choice followed by practice. Well, plus I I I think that since the the increased amount of data that people are being subjected to on a daily basis, it doesn't certainly help the psyche. No, it is bombardment. It really is bomb. And uh, you know, for example, uh, I couldn't watch the president speak. It's just bombardment. You know, mm. it's just noise. Uh, there's a lot of noise. And there is a lot of noise because a lot of people go in a lot of places and pickups and distractions and everything else. But we have a responsibility to ourselves to turn off the noise and find peace. Uh, nobody else or nothing else can do it for us other than ourselves. Uh, it's, it's much less tied to your situation or the, or the cards you have than how you play the cards or how you look at your situation. You know, you could have all the power and money in and, and the world and be miserable, or you could be innocent of a crime like Nelson Mandela and go to jail for defending your people. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Gary, we've got to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. Stand by, my friend. Exonation. Gotcha, Gary Wimmer is our special guest this hour. His website is www.lithomancy.com, and that's L-I-T-H-O-M-A-N-C-Y.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell coming to you from the 
Broadcast Center and Studios of Relmar McConnell Media Company in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And Gary and I will be back after this news break, so whatever you do, don't go away. that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back, everyone. Gary Wimmer is our special guest, www.lithomancy.com. Uh, Gary, how can people start to develop their own awareness and their own psychic abilities? Well, you know, I think the easiest thing, Rob, is in your everyday activity, mm-hmm. no matter who you are or what you're doing, if you allow yourself to at least consider the possibility that life is always talking to you. Right then you open yourself up to the possibility of looking at things differently. And just you have to look at things differently if you want to grow and evolve. If you don't know how to swim, you have to look differently and go go practice. If you want to evolve, if you want to uh, find ways to connect, imagine the universe is always talking to you. Number, uh, number two, meditate. Allow yourself to get five, ten minutes of just peace you and your mind Mm -hmm. your higher mind and so forth uh personally i try techniques and i'll mention one i learned several years ago rob about 10 years ago i misplaced my keys for about the 20th time (laughs) i know that everybody does Uh you know that oh i sure do one room yeah one room to the next shuffling drawers (laughs) driving myself crazy and after about five or ten minutes i went screw this this is absurd I'm going to change this around. If I don't try, I won't know if it works. Keys, you find me. And I thought, my synapses, somewhere in my brain, know where I left them. I can't consciously. So divine mind, high mind, consciousness, keys, synapses, y'all get together. I'm going to go about my life and just pull me to the keys. In 10 minutes, I found them. Goodness me. And when I went to reach the keys, Mm -hmm. almost as clearly as I'm talking to you, Rob, they said, we can't walk, but your system works. Try it. <laughs> and all the time, that's 10 years ago. I don't, I'm 72. I misplaced stuff oh all God. the time. I got stacks and stacks and stacks of stuff. <laughs> and I never go look for anything. I think about it and I'm drawn to it within a moment or two. Uh, 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 several years ago in the garage, yeah. I used that technique to help me find my keys, which I had accidentally dropped in the recycle bin Ooh. i meditated and i asked the universe to as as open my eyes show me a sign to show me right where my keys are right now mm-hmm. and i opened my eyes and there's a screwdriver i left on the floor that's pointing right over the recycle bin 
I didn't know I had them in my hand when I turned the recycling bin over. They're at the bottom of the damn recycling bin. So what you were doing, what you were doing was you were reading the signs. Absolutely. And creating a system, right. cause and effect. It doesn't just happen. You can make the universe happen to your cause and effect. We know it about evil stuff. Yes. And let's think about how much power we have in the good stuff. So, yeah, little techniques like that. Uh, I've gotten so many techniques, whether it's watching TV. I watch the football games. Uh, I watched the Super Bowl yesterday. I knew Did Kansas City was going to win by 31. Yeah, that was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. But I watch the games a little bit. Not that I'm into football. Mm -hmm. I try to see where the ball is going to go. Who's going to run which way? And I get about 75-80% right. I don't gamble on it. Nobody knows it except me. It's my own little practice on Sunday when I don't want to hear the announcer. I, just, I, I use everything as a practice. Now, I'm a little bit obsessed with it because of my near-death experience, and I've been involved in psychic phenomena my whole life. Right. But even if you're a bank or run a cash register or a salesman, doesn't mean you can't find your own way to start reading the signs and empower yourself. Look at life for the, the new things it can show you and offer you. If you want to uh, be fresh, you know, if you don't, you can stay limited. It's a choice. I would imagine, Gary, that it all, all goes back to how we used to in the olden days, I, you know, how we used to not take anything for granted. Like you got as much in of the day as you could. You, I remember as a kid playing outside, um, you know, from early morning, coming in for lunch, going back out coming back in for supper, going back out, you know, doing homework, going outside, communicating with my parents, having meals with the parents, not having these little electronic gizmos that everybody plays with instead of communicating verbally. You know, I, re I remember taking walks. We lived in a beautiful country area south of Montreal, and we had a stream in front of our house. And I remember walking and listening to the stream, hearing the, the frogs croaking, actually hearing oh. the... the the Nature wings. talking to you, God talking exactly. to you, the universe Exactly, you. feeling as part of one, one with all, one with the universe. And then as I progressively got over, especially in the broadcast uh, industry, it stops. Until I realized, hey, I myself am missing this. So now I go out for walks in the morning, and once again, I hear nature. Once again, I feel part in one with the universe. And it's a great feeling, and if anybody cannot feel that, just let it happen. It'll happen. You just have to open yourself up and say, I'm here, I'm listening, I'm part. Well, Rob, you listened to your own signs, and you made a change, mm -hmm. and you benefited. Yes, definitely. It's pretty, pretty much that simple if yep. you really want to look at it. You know, look at the signs. Are you feeling good or feeling bad? And... uh you know, what you did is basically going, well, I can't change, so I'm going to change the present, <laughs> you know? Right. And that will start a new trajectory to a new future, and not and the one that was on default. That's right. And, and I really think that the youth of today and so many people have been lost in the, in the sociological, you know, puzzle that oh, they I face agree. each and every day that, that they're missing so much, Gary. How do we, how do we? How do we teach them? How do we get the message across to them? Like you and I are doing our very best tonight. Well, I, th I kind of look at the younger generation as, uh, get off your damn phone. 
talk to people. <laughs> get off your phone. Get off the damn internet. Go talk to people. Yeah. Don't text everything. Don't follow Facebook. Don't give a damn about what your friend's making for dinner. Yes. Do some of substance. Think of substance. Whether, But, you know, millennials or you're 90, you have to do that in life or you get stale. And if, if you do your part mm-hmm. to make the world better by enlightening yourself and doing your best thing rather than crap, uh, you're doing a benefit to yourself and to the whole world. Everybody benefits. So I think yeah, I grew up with six brothers, man. <laughs> I was so used to three or four or five people at dinner or yeah. seven uh, and arguments, you know, and it came politics and Nixon. Boy, we were a divided household, a divided time in yes, the it 1970s. Was. It was. Uh, but we learned from talking and inter- and communicating and compromising and listening. Yeah, a lot of that has kind of disappeared in the digital age. But still, if you want to have sex, you got to deal with a human being. If you want to be on a football team or a team, you got to actually talk and be there. You can't do that over text, you know, over TV. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's, even though a lot of stuff is going to high tech and um, I guess it, not personal, uh, the human is a, is a personal animal. Mm-hmm. You're on back to it one way or another. The yeah. question is, are you going to pursue it or go back to the media or go back to the tube, go back to the you know phone? It's to be evolved with you other involved with other human beings. I think the biggest mistake the educational field has made over the years, and I've been blasted by listeners who are teachers and principals and people who are on the board of education of many communities and uh, throughout the states and Canada, is that. Children are not being taught in school. I see school these days as a babysitting service to the parents. Because if children were being taught, you don't need a cell phone to be taught. Teach them how to use their brain. Absolutely. How to be members of society. How to communicate. Because one of these days, Gary, and I'm not a psychic, my friend, and you know that. One of these days, there's going to be another EMF or a solar flare, that's going to knock out the electronic grid. What oh, are these kids going to do? It's not if, it's when. Yeah. <laughs> you know? The inevitable is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely. I, uh, I went to Catholic school from the third to the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I was a, uh, learned Latin because I was an altar boy. A damn qui latificat you've been to tempt Says, Pox Domini, I knew the whole mass in Latin. I, 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 nearly yelled, I nearly yelled bingo for some oh, reason. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I learned Spanish mm-hmm. by the eighth grade, by wow. the seventh grade. I knew Spanish. Uh, so it was a good education. It was hard, but it was good. And even the public schools yeah. uh, were more demanding. I think it is more of a babysitter's job. And unfortunately, it's because so much distraction in society. Uh, however... You still have people who are going to excel, work hard. Uh, You're going to have a lot of people get lost in the latest stupid thing. And part of it is not communicating with humans and not growing and not evolving. But, uh, hell, I'm sure 50 years ago there was problems that made people less successful than they could have been as well. Maybe they spent too much riding horses and not enough time going to school. Yep. So, Most probably. Yeah. But listen, my friend, you and I have to take our final break for this hour. And Gary, when we come back, we'll continue this very interesting conversation. Thanks very much for joining us. And Exonation, Gary 
will be back with me. And if you'd like to find out more information about my good friend Gary Wimmer, visit his website, www.lithomancy.com. And this is The Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and Simul TV. Speaking about Simul TV, I'd like to welcome HDTV 55 in Los Angeles, California, as part of the Exxon family. Are you a skeptic or are you a believer? It's up to you. Love to hear from you either way. Exxon at ExxonRadioTV.com. We'll be back on the other side as we wrap up this hour with Gary Wimmer right here in the Exxon. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Welcome back, everyone. Gary Wimmer is our special guest, and uh, Gary's website is lithomancy.com, and he's also the author of Lithomancy, The Psychic Art of Reading Stones. Now, Gary and I were talking about uh, reading stones earlier this, uh, this, uh, this hour, and during the commercial break, I asked Gary if he could give us a demonstration of how a stone reading goes using me. Now, this is unrehearsed. This is unedited. Whatever Gary says will not be altered. So, Gary, what do I do? Okay, Rob, what I've got, I've got these 16 stones in mm -hmm. my hand. Right. Ten of them planet stones. Yep. Six of them personal stones. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do when it feels right, one time, real clearly, just say drop. Okay. You say drop. It's up to you. Drop. Okay. Well, right here, I read in the center, and I'll give you kind of an idea. Uh, you've got the luck stone at the very very top here at 12 o'clock, so it's showing a lucky cycle for you, and it ain't an accident. It's because you've been doing a lot of planning, a lot of fresh strategy, a lot of expansion, and over the next couple of weeks, you've got Neptune right next to Uranus. That has a lot to do with uh, not only changes, but new plans and new dreams, and it almost underscores your... Um, real desire to uh, know more yourself that seems to be something growing in you probably from uh, talking to so many people so long that is true uh now by the fourth and fifth week here you're kind of just pinnacle with jupiter and venus and that shows a lot of balance coming into your life which is really going to help long term on this healing love things family things over the long term so as you start this lucky cycle and make a commitment to your business, you're also making a commitment subconsciously and spiritually to this new balance that you have that you can provide other people both in the future and heal from the past. Uh, and this brings strong techniques in communication by the 6th to the ninth week here. Mercury 
is uh, right next to the environment. So it's showing not only a continuation of your show and so forth, but like a new uh, sort of zest. And I, hmm. again, I think your curiosity is coming through uh, probably more than it has, it's, uh, which is good. Because there's a strong triangle here starting with 12 o'clock, the luck stone. You bringing in this new luck, Venus, by about the fourth or fifth week. And this love stone outside the circle near near both uh, Pluto, which is healing, and the sun stone, which is like new goals because you are healing uh, over a lot of past stuff and bringing that to power. So don't be surprised if the ninth and the twelfth week emotionally uh, and, and on a practical level, business level, you've really brought this triangle into play, brought this spirituality. Triangles represent... Um, like uh, the Trinity or pyramids, right. third eye. Right. Does that make sense to you, Rob? It sure does. And and as usual, you're dead on. Well, that's th- uh, three months in uh, 90 seconds. Well, thank you so much for that, my friend. I appreciate it. Gary, what has been your most rewarding part of, of the work that you do with people, helping them to understand life, helping them to get back onto a path, you know, doing the readings, there must be there must be those special times and those people that have just touched oh, you in yeah. a wonderful way. Oh, it very. Um, you know, as a musician, I went through very severe depression because I had a crappy voice and trying to figure out how to make a living playing music. Uh, so I've been through a lot of extremes, a lot of depression. I never oh, wait a second! Wait money. a second! Wait a second, pal! I've got to tell you something. What's that? You sound a heck of a lot better than Chris Christopherson does. <laughs> well, I might agree to that. <laughs> and he's, a pretty, he, and, and, he's a pretty flat singer. Oh my God! You know. Anyway, I, thought, right. I, I I'm giving you a compliment. Well, thank you, Rob. I don't. I, I use myself as an example of, like I said, not having the great gift of something very important in music, but having the attitude, and yeah. that's what my near death experience taught me. Uh, and what was the question again? I said I was asking about the people that you touch doing what you oh, do. Okay. If there's one or two. Examples or stories that you could share with us. There's actually a lot of them because I dedicate myself at my age in the last ten years to uh, making the world better the best way I can. If I empower people, right? If I can help people realize that there's there's light and there's creativity and there's infinite power that we are tied to through a spiritual umbilical cord, Mm -hmm. and if we yank on it and practice and ask, we can grow. And one thing I I find very important for your listeners and for everybody is our guides, our higher mind knows the rule not to interfere with human free will. Yeah. So if you really want to benefit, you have to ask, you have to practice, you have to. uh, And if you do that, you learn the tools and techniques to accomplish everything in life. I'm the happiest person on the planet, Rob, because every day I get to decide that and nobody gets to outvote me. Period. <laughs> you know, we were talking about how other people can empower other people, and uh, and I'd like to give an example. When I was growing up, like I said, we lived in on the south shore of Montreal, and my dad, God bless him, he's still with us. He's in his nineties now. He, um, a hardworking man, a wonderful dad, uh, a man that I don't believe anyone on this planet can equal. He used to uh, be a presser, press clothes. He was on mm-hmm. his feet all day long. He'd go in at 7 o'clock in the morning, and he'd come home at 7 o'clock at night, have supper, and God bless him, he was tired at the end of the day. 
During the summertime, we'd sit out on the front porch overlooking that river. And there was a train bridge uh, that we could see because the train tracks were not very far from our home. And my dad, in all his infinite wisdom, looked at me and he said, You know, son, no matter what happens in life, no matter how dark it gets, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. And as a child, this just kind of inspired me. And, and just as I was getting so em, you know, embraced in the moment, he said, but in your case, it might be an oncoming train. <laughs> and that's, a, that's the God's truth. The message that I got from my dad was, never be too sure of what is coming down the track whether it's a, the light at the end of the tunnel, at the end of the tunnel, or if it's a train, be prepared for whatever life sends you. Rob, it's interesting because I wrote a song that goes, keep your eyes wide open no matter what you do because uh, it's cards you play because the light at the end of the tunnel could be the train coming back on you. Wow. And, uh, and, and <laughs> I you, wrote a song about that. And you <laughs> said there were no coincidences. There you go. There are no coincidences. They're they're just, and that's what I think people should realize in life that mm -hmm. uh, stuff happens that we have no control over. It's a script we're uh, following. Pardon me. It's like a script we're following. To some degree, yeah. but we do get choices of whether we go right or left. Yeah. Now you I, you know as well as I do that any good actor has that leniency given to him by the director. And I think uh -huh. this is what God has done, or the, the ultimate power, or this, the great spirit in the sky, whatever you want to call this universal force. We're given latitude. Uh -huh. A lot. Yeah. And, and creativity and free will. Big time. Big and time. I think some people are luckier than others. Some people have better voices. Some people are brought up with better standards uh -huh. and so forth. But the conditions we're in, every one of us, is exactly where the conditions we need to be in to learn what we came to learn. The question is, do we open our minds up and learn it, or do we keep making the same mistakes? Would you say it's more important to open the heart than it is to open the mind? Yeah, I think so, because the mind is living. Uh, and before, right before mm -hmm. my near-death experience is one of the things that really f freaked me out is my logical mind did a complete and could not figure out why this was going on. Yeah. I had to depend on heart. I had to depend on soul. Uh, the mind is great for negotiating and analyzing. There's a time to cut it off and let the spirit and the heart and the soul uh, guide the way. Because the uh, mind law always says, is the light on? Is the light off? Is the light on? Yep. Is the light off? The <laughs> <You know? laughs> tug of war. So what's next for you, Gary? What are you going to be doing uh, in the near future? You're a psychic. You should know this. I'm actually relaxing a lot. I'm going to be speaking at a couple of INAD, mm -hmm. uh, International Association of Near-Death Studies Excellent. meetings. I give some courses uh -huh. uh, on psychic readings. Uh, of course, I do a lot of readings. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I do for uh, groups and functions. Uh, and meanwhile, I have uh, quite some serious back problems. I can't walk too well. So I decided, screw that. I'm building a fence. I'm building a huge cedar fence in my backyard, <laughs> new gate and everything, uh, just to motivate myself to uh, not consider my handicap uh, something that's going to screw with me. The fence is too expensive for me to hire Oh, somebody. geez, tell me about it. Well, if you, when you're finished yours, Gary, you can come up and uh, help me do mine. Nah, one's enough, I thank you. 
anything for you, but fence building's not my main thing. <laughs> hey, Gary, as always, when you're with me, my man, time goes by so fast. I want to thank you ever so much for joining us, Gary. I appreciate you. I appreciate the message that you share with those that are fortunate enough to be touched by you. And uh, thank you for the reading. You too. And Rob, keep doing what you're doing. You make people for you loud to think. God bless you, brother. God keep bless doing you too. It. Thank you very much, Gary. And ExoNation, if you'd like to get a stone reading from Gary, just go to his website, lithomancy.com, and we're going to be uh, putting that on Gary's, uh, the little information that we put on for all of you who want to go to our uh, podcasts or even our website where we have all the information about our guests. Once again, his website is lithomancy.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Niagara, Ontario, Canada. Up next, Dr. John Brandenburg is my guest. I'm Rob McConnell. This is the X-Zone. Don't go away. that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 